0: Scripture this morning comes from Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do... the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself.
1: Have you ever lost your way? Someday we wake up and see the foggy road in front of us and think, What am I doing in my life? Where where am I heading? Do you know where you are in your life? Christian life? Do you believe, do you feel you are doing well? Or not? Apostle Paul defines life, our journey as not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect. He means we are in the middle of our journey, it is in the progress, not finished yet. So, Apostle Paul recalls the athletes, the sprinter, on a track meet. So, Jesus called us, each one of us, and saved us. So, we started our race. So it is not important whether you are in the lead or behind other runners. The important fact is Christ made us his own. Athletes. He made us, gave us Qualified us to run this track. But some Christians, in this text, some Christians are full of conviction on themselves and they think they already finished their race, and then they judge others who are behind. And they gaze other people with egocentric perspectives. Of course, if they are good, then others are bad. If they are perfect, then others are not. Remember, the finish line of this track, the truth is always in front of us. So we'll just keep pursuing, not possessing, until we reach the finish line, departing from this life in this body. So Apostle Paul said, I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made me his own. So we all need to remember how we started. By the calling of Jesus Christ. By the grace of Jesus Christ. The first love we experience. The grace. The grace is we are accepted by Christ. So we must just keep running with the grace, with the memory of the first love, to comprehend the love, to grasp the salvation at the end. And one day, when we depart from this body, we will face to face our Christ, our Lord, and grasp, we'll hold the Christ the truth in Christ so are you pressing on to make your salvation of your own or you think you already have it or you think you are stop this run and wandering so why people stop their race and wonder, what makes stop Christian being in the foggy track. It is our old self, because we are still confined in this old self. The memories of sin, the attraction of sin. So the longing for the pleasure of the old time, all self, without Christ, because we still have a choice to make. So we all confess, like Augustine. St. Augustine, Lord, give me chastity and temperance, but not yet. We know there are so many things in the world we indulge, even we know there are sin. So Apostle Paul said, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. To grasp the prize. The salvation, we must let go of the old self. The life without Christ. What should we give up? What are those old self? The habits of old self. In Colossians 3, Paul listed all those. You must put them all away. Anger. Wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. Then what are the upward call of God? Exactly opposite of what I just said. So that's what we're straining forward, what is ahead, opposite of anger, wrath, malice, slander, lying. Dietrich Bonhoeffer simply summed them all being for others. The old life was a being for myself. But the life ahead of us, what we are pressing on is being for others. That's the mystery of faith. That's the power of salvation, the transformation of being. We need the transformation of being. Not the title Not through the ritual, not through the ceremony, not through the baptism, not through anything. But being itself must change to grasp the salvation. It is hard. We know it is hard. So Apostle Paul said, brothers, join in imitating me. And keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. As you can see, Apostle Paul keeps saying brothers. But this is a wrong translation. The brothers in Greek is adelphos. Adelphos. Which means... Same womb. So we're from same womb. We're siblings. We are, we are, we're children of one parent, one mother, one same womb. That's what adultos means. So it is inclusive brothers and sisters, all the children. So I don't have to <laughs> stop yelling. So we consider everyone, every being as Adelphos from the same womb. And we know Jesus Christ died on the cross for everyone. Even those people still do not believe, still reject Christ and despise Christ, despise church and Christians. Jesus died for them as well. So Jesus called them to run like just like us. They are qualified to run, but just they simply don't run. And again, Paul said, "Imitating me." In Greek, it is simi metes. Simi metes. Sim, together. Sim, together. Imitate together. He's in Rome, prison in Rome, and he's talking to the people in Philippi. And now today is uh, uh, Greece, thousands of miles away. So imitating me among yourself, between you there. That's what he's saying. So again, the Christian transformation is always corporate process, not individual process. That's why we gather. Being together is not easy, right? That's why. Because we are created to be one another together. Adam was alone, so God created Eve. Right? God was alone, so He created us to be together, I and thou. So once again, there's no I without thou. Without you, So there's no joy, only exclusive for me or f- people of this country. If some people in other country, other part of this world suffering, and we are suffering, we are not happy. We can't be happy. Without their happiness, our happiness meaningless. So that's why the new commandment of Jesus Christ was love one another. Actually, it's not new. It was exact. Love one another was in Deuteronomy in the Exodus people, right? Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor. God never changed that loving God we fail also that's why God loved us through Jesus Christ but now our portion is loving on one another but many people still don't love one another so we are transforming by loving and caring and responding and mentoring being for others Being together. Let me ask you, are you alone? Or you have somebody, someone will be there for you, will respond to you, will mentor you, will encourage you, no matter what, will listen to you. If a Christian is alone, lonely, it is a critical problem. Don't be alone. Find people to be with. And if we see someone is lonely, then we have to be there together with that person. Today, in the reality, so many people are lonely. They look, they're not lonely, but they are. We know how fragmented our society today. Even in our family, we are fragmented. Even between spouses, even between children and parents, we're fragmented. We just pretend we're together. That's why our society so become evil and violence. So we must be together, fellowship together, and transforming together. But Apostle Paul warns those who want to be alone. Because Satan wants us to be alone. People want to break away from other people and run their race by themselves. Because they think they are better than others. So he said, For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Because they do not rely on grace, but rely on self-righteousness. They haven't accepted the grace yet. They think or they claim they did, but they didn't. They haven't surrendered their ego yet. But they're focusing on just work of their own and earn their salvation. Because simply they don't see other people as Adelphos. my sibling, my friends, my, 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 my brother and sister, my family, with the same parents, are trying God. But only they see other people as a means for their own pleasure and benefit. So it is an alarming message for those Christians judging others, denying others' salvation. But it is a powerful message for those who rely on grace and deny themselves and run to the finish line. But remember the tears. It is so challenging message for all of us. We know those enemies of Christ out there but have wherever we've been in tears for those people, enemies of Christ. Judging them and pointing our fingers at them is easy. But crying for them, forgiving them, praying for them is hard. That's where transformation happens Not only all those good people Friendly people Together I told you we must stand In the boundary Of this group If we're always sit, standing in the center Core of our group We'll have a never encounter The people in other groups We must stand in the borderline where we can encounter atheists, agnostic, whoever against Christ. We have to stand by there. Apostle Paul said, because we have to be, we have to, we have to really work hard to bring them to Christ. Because their end is destruction, their god is their belly, and their they glory in their shame, in with minds set on earthly things. Right? Destruction in Greek means wasted, trash. So the people do not know Christ. Their idol, their God is their own valley. Satisfaction for themselves. And they're just wasting time. But if any Christian do not respond to those people and reaching out to them, bring them to Christ, then we are wasting our time as well, wasting our life as well. I don't know if any Christian do not respond and in deep being indifferent to those non-Christian. When we get to heaven, I don't know what the Lord will say to us. DJ, that neighbor, I entrust that neighbor to you. Your friend from College, you from your 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 coworker. I entrust him or her to you. Why you haven't loved the person? Why haven't you prayed for the person? Why haven't you reached out to the person? You desert him. You ignore. You did not respond to him or her. If not respond to you. so the premise of all this is we are the citizens of heaven the heavenly kingdom not of this earthly kingdom but we are in the earthly kingdom currently so like Jesus taught us to pray bring heaven down bring your kingdom down by doing his will Yes, we will we'll go to heaven one day, but now when we are in here, we bring kingdom down. We're not here just waiting at the, uh, uh, like airport and for looking for, waiting for my next flight. We're not like that. We have to go out into the city and we have to preach the people. Bring kingdom down. No matter what where you are, you will get to heaven. By being in Christ, bring kingdom down. That's our Race. That is all about this track meat. So what's your heaven like? If we bring kingdom heavenly kingdom down, what this heaven like? Is there despise and contempt? in your heaven? Is there shooting and killing in your heaven? Is there lots of plastics and pollutions in your heaven? Is there drug and pornography, domestic violence and verbal and physical abuse in heaven? Depression in heaven? No. So we living in the world, not as the world, but as the kingdom of God, then we must live by removing them, fight for them. Right? So the apostle Paul said, Who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself? So the Savior Jesus Christ will transform us, our lowly body. He knows, Jesus knows, we will fail, will fall backsliding over and over he knows but if we keep press on to the finish line we're okay there's only like gold medal silver medal or bronze medal no Everybody gets the medal in this race. Do not compete, do not compare you with other people and despising others or judging others. Because once again, Jesus Christ, the main agent of our Christian journey, our run. So we entrust Him, we trust Him, everything. We just keep running towards the goal. So this is all about the life that Christ gave us. So, if there's no transformation, if there's no change of life, change of being in church, that church is dead. You know, there's no big church or small church. There's no good church or bad church. There's only living church or dead church. Amen? Because we're small, we don't do the will of God. Because they're big and they're doing much more will of God. No. No matter what we are, how many people we we are here, if we do the will of God, we are living and good and big church. Amen. Amen? So let me ask you, as a pastor of this church, are you transforming in this church? Are we transforming day by day? Are we striving for all, our, all the habits? and all the longing for the sin, are we striving against it or we just compromise with them? Well, God loves me. We must press on to the finish line for the glory of God. Because God already see that God Christ already see that we finish the line. Passing the finish line. That's why he believed We are saved because the faith of Jesus Christ. Not your faith. Amen. Just keep pressing on. Saints of a brother do you see the fog in your life. On the track you are running. Your Christian journey. Just remember Jesus called you. Jesus called you. You didn't call Jesus. Jesus called you and me. And saved us. With the unconditional love. But we must press on and make the grace, make the salvation as our own. Because Jesus has made us his own already. Amen. It's not that God denies our salvation, but we deny our salvation. You know, the world keeps denying us too. The world keeps saying that we didn't make it. We are losers. We are so behind. And Satan tries to disappoint us, discourage us all the time because he knows we are struggling with the sins. But this is truth. That God loved us. Even when we were yet sinners, but we cannot abuse the grace of Christ. So if we striving and press on to the goal, the salvation, the gospel is good news. It's good news. And so this is the hope of Christians. This is the hope of Christians. And this is where this unchained joy comes from. Amen.